Salam and hello. My name is Lily Bakala Piper, and welcome to Uproot. The sound you just heard is the laughter of some of my guests who are members of the class of 2020. As this pandemic has continued to put a pause button on all of our plans, a group that has been particularly affected are seniors who are graduating across the country and across the world. Students have really had to relearn how to learn in the last few months as teachers and administrators have had to recreate classrooms and instruction in some places from scratch. So today I'm going to talk to five different groups of seniors who are all finishing secondary school and moving on to university. The first three students are members of international schools across the world. Sela, my own daughter from Nairobi, Kenya. Troy White, who's based in London, England. And Matthias Balletta, who is in Hanoi, Vietnam. After we talk to those three students, we zip across the Atlantic to talk with Jaya, who is a student in Nashville, Tennessee, and whose graduation is around the corner and is thinking about her future and her life with, with new eyes. And lastly, we come back to Nairobi to talk to Hillary, who is a Form 4 student in Kenyan school systems. The Kenyan school system runs from January to December, so Hillary has a bit of a different timetable, but very similar struggles as he looks towards the future. When we conducted these interviews, we used a bunch of different remote recording applications, and some are better than others. So please bear with me on the sound. Stay with the episode. I think you'll really enjoy it. And please pardon all the little bumps in the noise that you might hear. I have been missing from the podcast world the last month as I have focused on my life and work and family, and I've missed sharing episodes with you. But I'm back now, and I look forward to the next few weeks with new episodes that I'll be sharing. And thank you for your patience and listening to Uproot. And I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation with the class of 2020. Hey, hey, everybody. How you doing? Doing well. Hello. Doing good. Doing good. So we have London, Hanoi, and Nairobi live in the house, in the virtual house anyways. Welcome, Matthias, Troy, and Sela. Why don't we start with Matthias? Tell us your name, uh, what school you go to, and the city you live in. Um, my name is Matthias Belletti. I go to United Nations International School of Hanoi in Hanoi, Vietnam. Uh, yeah, I've, and I've been here for around seven years. And Matthias, this is the fifth city you've lived in? Is that right? Uh, fifth city, yes, it is the fifth city. I've where, where else have you lived in your young life? Uh, I lived in the, US, in the United States, then I moved to China and Beijing, then New Delhi, India, Nairobi, Kenya, and now Hanoi, Vietnam. All right. Karibu, Matthias. Mr. White. Yes, uh, my name is Troy White. Uh, I live in I live in London now. I used to live in New York and then Nairobi, where I met you guys, and then now here in London. All right, top of the morning, maybe top of the, maybe top of the afternoon, maybe I don't know. Yes, <laughs> all right, and uh, and you, Miss Madame. Hi, I'm Sela Piper. Um, I live in Nairobi, Kenya, and I go to the International School of Kenya. And where have you lived previous? Um, well, we've been here for the past nine years, but before here we were in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, and 
before then, I lived for a couple of years in the U.S. All right. Thanks, everyone, for being here. Today's episode is all about the class of 2020 and how you guys are facing this pandemic. All of you once upon a time were classmates here in Kenya, but now you are three different continents. So I'm looking forward to this conversation because I think all of your experiences might be similar, but really unique. So Matias, let's start with you. Um, of course, we know that COVID-19 started in Wuhan, China, which uh, is not far from you as a border to Vietnam. Tell us how the last few months have been for you and your school community in Hanoi? Uh, overall, because Vietnam reacted to the situation very quickly, uh, it, it's been pretty good, it, it, despite the fact that we have been under mandatory quarantine. We have been uh, not, not being able to attend school for the past around two and a half months now. But overall, the, the way the Vietnamese government reacted, I think uh, many Vietnamese citizens and everybody lives and the residents here are very happy with the situation in terms of our health and safety. So let, let me just follow up. So you have been online learning for two and a half months. You probably yes. were one of the first countries to go into a more lockdown situation and you've come in and out, right? So give us the current situation, so, yeah. maybe the last last month. What does that look like for you? So about a month and a, a month and a week ago, we went back to school for about a week because the COVID-19 situation had gotten a lot better. Vietnam was at 16 cases and hadn't seen a new one in the, in the past seven days. So they reopened just our, our school was one of the only schools to open back. Uh, but then a few days later, there was an outbreak of around 10 cases and that caused the school to close down again. And then from there, it just started gradually increasing. But now, yesterday, they just released us off of mandatory quarantine and they've opened the city up in small businesses. Wow. So you've gone from mandatory quarantine to now it's really open? Or there's, is there a curfew? Uh, no, it's, 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 slow. it's slowly opening back up. Small businesses okay. are opening, but it's still everything social distancing. You should be at home late at night. It's, okay. it's, it's, a, it's a soft opening. Soft opening. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to come back to you because um, I can imagine how you're feeling now after two and a half months of basically being locked up, how you must be feeling now. So we'll come back to you on that. Troy, over there in London, yes. tell me tell me what your situation is currently and what your learning situation is. I mean, personally, this, this quarantine has been going on for about a month now. And it's been different. It's just like, it's nothing that you can really explain unless you live in it. You know, you just every day kind of feels like one continuous day and you just keep doing it. And then, you know, you just kind of lose track of time and days and only holidays kind of like remind you of what month it is or anything like that. So if you're like in Easter and you oh, yeah, it's April, it's Easter. <laughs> but like otherwise, every day seems like the same. Um, you know, you just keep yourself busy and everything. But in regards to the businesses, like small businesses, like Matthias is saying, are opening back up. Like the print across the street just open back up for delivery. Most, uh, most like food spots, if they aren't closed and they're opening, they're just opening back up for delivery. Um, okay. I really think that in this economy, the Amazon workers and the delivery people are getting the most work out of anybody because yeah, everybody sure. delivering stuff home. Well, we're definitely redefining who is essential in this process. Yeah. Okay, so okay. You're have you been online learning also? Is your school situation online, yes. basically? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's been okay. online, yeah. All right. Sela, how about you? What's the situation in Kenya? And getting things under control, I think, you know, they obviously haven't 
done the full lockdown yet because they're trying to figure out a way to um, feed people and make sure that all these people who are in, you know, um, highly densely populated informal settlements and how to take care of them, how to feed them and everything. So it's, that's been a bit of a slower process. But I mean, schools have been shut down. Um, Uber has been shut down from certain hours or the curfew. You know, there's all these things that happened quite quickly, I, I, in my opinion. So I would say the response here has actually been pretty impressive. So Matthias, let me ask you, um, when your school first started canceling events, I remember yes. talking to your mom, who's my dear friend, about your basketball tournament was canceled and school started to shift to online. But the rest of the world yet hadn't started to do this. I remember texting her back being like, oh, that sucks. I'm so sorry. But I didn't really have any any fears of anything happening in Kenya. So what was your reaction to those early cancellations um, when you're watching the rest of the world kind of continue on, you know? Yeah. Uh, like that was mid-January. So it was very early on. And we got the information first towards the beginning of January from our basketball coach. He's the head of the athletics department at our school. So he was saying, and he's the head of the activities uh, that manage the, the international tournament we play in. And he was saying he had just come off of a meeting about possibly canceling the tournament due to this virus in China. And we had, none of us had heard about it. And this was just fresh off of practice. So everybody was like, oh, we just laughed it off. Like, oh, there's no way that's going to happen. Come two weeks, we get the email that they've canceled the whole tournament. But that's also because we have to keep in mind that the, the three of the schools which we were going to play against were from mainland China. So that was a big proponent in, in canceling yeah. it. Yeah. That was one of the main reasons. So I guess... How did you yeah. feel? What did that? What kind of emotions did that initially evoke? It? Um, well, we knew it was for safety reasons and there's really nothing we could do, but putting a lot of work into like a three-month-long season, that was, say, the end of... That was already two months completed. It's really hard to deal with, especially because we thought it was our year to to, yeah. to perform in the tournament. And it was hosted in Hanoi at, mm. at our home. Yeah. So that yeah. Was, it was very difficult to deal with, but we had to see the reasoning behind the choice. Right. So, Troy, in the UK, um, the UK was um, similar to the US, a little bit slow to react to some of the initial yeah. warnings. So what was, well, how did you kind of first hear about it and what were your first reactions to this major shift in your life and your school life um honestly the first time i heard about it is just on the internet and everything like that but you didn't think that it was going to be that serious and i thought it was going to be like okay so when i say that serious i mean like it wasn't going to affect us personally like yeah. i thought it would just be on the news and you know just be in other places and just not really come here like how, for instance, like how Ebola like was in was on the news and everybody was talking about it. And everybody was scared, but it never reached like a worldwide outbreak that you know created a right. quarantine and all that stuff. I was just like, oh yeah, people are gonna be scared and it's gonna be over. And then our basketball coach, like Matias, like Matias's coach, came to us and yeah. <laughs> was like, oh yeah, by the way, your tournament is canceled. Um, <laughs> Wow. This is interesting. It's it's the coaches have oh, the played world. a big role in this. I mean, sure oh, had yeah. your coaches oh, yeah. on this call. <laughs> they break the information. They're breaking the bad yeah, news they, here. Left they and broke right. the information. And yeah. he started talking about he gave us this long convoluted story about like <laughs> patience and all this different stuff. And we were like, What is this about? And he was like, Oh yeah, by the way, it's one of his kids. But I was very Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. So, Selah, for you, when did it start to hit you that this wasn't just going to be like 
a temporary situation that this might last longer and and how did that feel um i mean i guess one of the first things that happened was um we had like made plans for my one of my best friends 18th birthday celebration kind of thing and we were you know going to all get together just the typical thing and it was literally the week after we had the first case and so um we couldn't really you know all be gathering because we just weren't weren't sure about what the situation was there was a lot of uncertainty a lot of fear and so i remember like when that first happened because i hadn't had to cancel anything really yet i was just i mean i was just super disappointed you know and it made me definitely really sad really scared cuz i just didn't none of us knew what was going on none of us knew how long it would last and then i can say also when they made the announcement for um uh you can't leave nairobi like you have to stay within nairobi because we all kind of thought that that was going to be when they said okay now everything is locked down and so that's probably would help the the virus pass through quicker because they hadn't announced that lockdown yet that's when i was like okay so this means i'm probably not going to get to do my graduation this means all this stuff so yeah that's definitely another big moment when i was like all right this is going to take longer than we thought maybe Yeah. So it's it's not a small thing to lose these milestones whether it's an 18th birthday or you know a tournament that you finally are hosting at home and this is kind of your moment after being underclassmen. How are you staying positive through this? You know, um you guys are young, you're, the world is ahead of you. This is kind of your moment. Um how are you st- keeping your head up? Anybody have a secret sauce for staying positive? <laughs> sauce for staying positive um <laughs> i guess i'll start yeah uh just focusing on things that i think we glossed over this in the last inter- like the last talk but just trying to stay focused on things that you wouldn't otherwise have like the time or ability to do with quarantine like i know troy does music uh, sayla has her own uh service learning like i work i have a fashion brand i'm working on so just being able to do things like that and focus on even if it's just like not being able to physically go out and and make moves on that and just being able to be home and just processing work like that okay. that's how i've tra- been that's trying to say okay yeah. toy how are you staying positive and how how is the family life day in and day out 24/7 sure. in the white household um you know our family's never boring we're always doing <laughs> you know always doing stuff we're going through the marvel movie marathons and all that and it was cool you know we're doing family games and everything like that because that's what life really is is looking forward to stuff so mm-hmm. if i know that when i'm leaving the living room i'm like all right but i get to go make music like it keeps <laughs> you like looking forward to stuff the next day yeah i like how you said when i'm leaving the living room have you, have you <laughs> seen those the memes of like the new airport codes are like LVM or something for living room and BTH for bathroom, you know, like those are the, the yeah. destinations we're going to. Sayla, how yes. about for you? How has, you know, we have a big family, four siblings. This is rare for us to all be in the same house for so much time. How are you coping with that new normal? Well, I mean, as far as staying positive, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm very positive about the situation. We're all going to college in the fall and um This would have been a time where like studying for exams and still, you know, stressing out every day. So at the same time I am getting to spend a lot more time with my siblings and with my parents and you know I'm doing like different things with my brother, I'm working out with my brother, I'm you know getting to hang out with my sister and watch TV and whatever. And so I mean it is it is kind of nice to be able to invest that time in my family especially since I'm not going to be with them 
how are you staying connected to friends? Yeah, I've been using mostly Instagram probably, but then to reach with old friends, like typically through games. Okay. Or, you know, just normal fake. I'm just trying to stay connected. But I think mostly like through after exams were canceled, I don't know about Troy or Sale, but like I, I used to not play video games because of IV. And now I've been back to playing. Yeah, now nah, I've been playing because <laughs> for what? Yeah, exactly for what? <laughs> for what? I'm yeah, like talking to people, staying up late, and then waking up late. Because yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> what, what reason do I have to get up at nine a.m.? This is this is very true. <laughs> Yeah, Matias, you mentioned games. I mean, I think um, there seems to be like a real resurgence of like online. Um, I hope say that doesn't mind me mentioning. I think that what, is it Pictionary or some kind of version of Pictionary that you and a bunch of classmates were playing. Oh, we play Scribble. Scribble. Oh, tough. Yeah, I mean, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I mean, it's you know, it seems like a pretty simple approach, but it's provided a way to to connect with people, um, which is important during this time. How much? How you? Who your real, real friends are? Because like, there's people who you realize that you kind of need distractions in order to talk to them. Like you always <laughs> need an event or something yeah. to talk to them, or you need something that's going on. But like, yeah. you'll realize like there's some people you really have nothing to talk about. Y'all sit on that call for like two minutes, just staring at each other, and just like this is awkward. <laughs> I guess yeah. we not as good friends as we thought. <laughs> and then you end that call, and you just realize that it's maybe not, it's maybe not what you thought it was. Yeah, but, but yeah. yeah, that that's not really for the profound. people that I have had conversations with. Yeah. It's been good. That's pretty, that's pretty profound. This is a, a weeding out process in some ways. Before you went to college, which it would have happened anyways as you went to college, but it's kind of like an early kind of sifting. Matthias, um, let me ask you, um, when, you know, we're talking about staying positive, but the fact of the matter is there have been a lot of cancellations. What's the situation in Hanoi? What have they, with that, with the current news today about easing some restrictions, what is your school saying about senior events? Prom, graduation, um, so, any other kind of yeah. banquet events? What have you heard so um, far? Um, I was talking to the head of the board today, and they she said that it's looking like uh, school is going to be open for high school in the coming one or two weeks. Wow. So that's a big move. And um, big move. for Vietnamese schools, it, it was it, there was a news a few articles two weeks ago talking about how the latest they were going to open is in Ju was June fifteenth. So I think they'll be opening soon in the coming month. But um, today we just found out we had two new cases, but there hasn't been a new case in the past week and a half. Mm. So just just the day after they open up, yeah. but it's not it's not community uh, community. Right. Not not community spread, okay. but nonetheless, um, it looks like school will be back to being open for high school in the next okay. two weeks. So it looks like there might be some hope for a bit of a senior year still remaining. Sela, how about you? But a big one for me was also that our ICA tournament was canceled for football, soccer. So ICA is like a tournament with different schools across Southern and Eastern Africa. Um, and so that one was a really big one for me because... The sport itself means a lot to me. And also, as a senior, you kind of have the sense of responsibility to kind of um, really work with those younger teammates and empower them so that next year when they go, they're the new leaders on this team. And so that kind of really, you know, it made, it made me really sad that I wouldn't be able to have that moment of leadership and leading something with them that they'd be able to carry next year. Um, 
And then, yeah, also our, our prom was supposed to be yesterday. So that's another thing that we didn't get to do. I mean, I dressed up at home and my, yeah, my mom took pictures of me and I just walked around the backyard. But I know that those things were definitely a huge disappointment for us. And yeah. No, I think that having our last, like having our last sports games without knowing it, I think was really, yeah. Because yeah. it's one thing when you know it. Like if they had told us before the game, like, hey, we're not gonna have ISST, we're not gonna have ISSTs, all a lot. But they told us, they told us, oh, it might happen, it might not happen. We're not sure. And we're all like, yeah. bro, ISSTs is the biggest tournament. You know, your tournament is the biggest tournament. You know, I see it as the biggest tournament. You all just yeah. assume that it's gonna happen unless the world is literally on fire yeah. and so you yeah. kind of don't really believe them when you're like oh yeah we're not gonna have this tournament this is our last game yeah you know and then they tell you that they're gonna make other tournaments instead you know like for us they were like oh yeah we're not gonna have ISSTs, but we're gonna have another tournament in this place so we're like this ain't our last game we're good don't worry about it and then that tournament gets canceled and then yeah. you're like oh yeah, this is it. So that was yeah. my last game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, you guys are making, uh, number one, I'm impressed by your maturity, all of you, to kind of have this global perspective of we have to do our part, and our part is staying home. It's not having parties and all that. But at the same time, I think it's, it's important to be honest. I, I read an article this week that talked about that heaviness that a lot of people are feeling is grief. It's like genuine grief over the loss of experiences and moments that you were anticipating so like you said troy if you had known and you could prepare mentally you might you yeah. might have this would have felt very different right now what was your reaction to the ib exam cancellation that was a big deal globally because ib has never canceled exams before yeah. so how did you take that news i personally i i only take a couple ib class i take an ib class but i don't do the whole ib diploma because i also mm -hmm. take ap's oh okay so for me personally it wasn't as big of a deal for me, but like seeing my friends who had been like working like really hard or my friends who were counting on, you know, doing well in the IB exams to now not have them, it yeah. just like kind of messes up. Yeah, nobody sure. thinks, you know, you think that that's like a staple, something that's definitely going to happen. Because mm -hmm. our teachers, even in the mm -hmm. AP, they were telling us like every day, it's going to be the biggest exam yeah so let me ask you what's the, what's the ap doing what's the ap doing oh yeah so so the ap we're having exams but now they're kind of pointless like i mean they're there and they say that it's up to the discretion of the college on whether they're going to accept it or not but it's a 45 minute exam with like three questions I kid oh. you not. Like, so, it's basically like, it's basically like an in-class test. Like, it doesn't, and it's online, and wow. it's all based on, like, the honor system on whether kids actually cheat or not. And, like, it's basically like some kid can literally have his tutor sitting right next to him giving them right, all the Right, So it's like, so it's kind of, I really don't see any college actually accepting, like, those scores unless, like, the, it's, yeah. it's just, it doesn't really... Yeah, make I a whole you. lot of sense. Yeah. Sayla, how about for you? You you are doing the IB diploma. How did you take the news of those exams being canceled? Yeah, I mean it was it was definitely really really shocking. And um, I mean I'm going to the US for college, but a lot of my friends who are going to the UK have all these um, predicted that they have to meet in order to 
like ex be accepted into the university. Um, and so for a lot of them, they're thinking like, okay, now my grade's gonna be based off all my past work. I don't think that I'm gonna be able to meet that, whatever I was planning to meet it on the final, um, all this stuff. So there's definitely a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress. I mean, I, I kind of wanted to be able to do them because I just like to finish things that I start. And I mean, I think that I would have done well, to be honest. <laughs> so I was like, and it's like the, it's, it's like the last thing you're supposed to do before you graduate. And there's supposed to be this amazing, like sense of relief when you're done, you know? Yeah. And then instead everything kind of just abruptly stopped. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing I think as uh, somebody who's watching it happen to both my daughter and communities is the not knowing, like you didn't know the last time you were on the pitch was the last time, or you didn't know the last yeah. time you, you were at your lockers yeah. was the last time. So there's this abrupt nature to this whole pandemic, which is of course affecting everybody, students, families, weddings, you know, it's, it's, it, it, nobody is unaffected by that abruptness. Let me ask you, how are the adults in your yeah. lives doing? How are the adults in your lives, whether it's coaching, or parents or teachers, what are the messages that you're hearing that I think are, are maybe are, are been good and have helped you? And what are the things that maybe adults are, are getting wrong in this time as they are trying to support you, um, but maybe not quite succeeding? Anybody want to tackle that first? <laughs> uh, I, I'll, I mean, okay, Matthias? like as far as um, for like my family goes, I feel like my mom has been a bit, she's felt a bit too bad like about the situation I it hasn't really kicked in I don't know about Sailor or Troy but for me it hasn't really kicked in yet that it, like our senior year really has been changed mm. like and yeah. I haven't really been able I haven't had the time to think about like oh what it would have been and obviously it does come back at times but I think once we move away from this like a month later we're going to be like wow we really missed out on this this and this yeah. right now we're kind of living in the moment so as far as that goes that helps keep up the positivity but for our parents who see the bigger picture and they feel a bit more sad I mean it, it's hard yeah but nonetheless they're being they're being positive just I guess they, they they well I'm trying but you know I guess I guess you're right we know what was missed we remember our senior year in those moments exactly. so we can feel that loss Troy how about you and maybe we'll take the shift off of parents because I know your parents and I know how committed they are to to you and your sister but generally how, what are the messages from adults that you're hearing that either are, are positive and you think yeah I vibe with that or you're thinking no adults are just missing it they do not get us as a generation I said the word vibe oh. is that what you're laughing at <laughs> that is I vibe with that come hey, on vibe is a legit that's a legit yeah. word no yeah, it no, is. But it you is. can't it's say it. Please don't ever do that again. I thought I thought I had really arrived that me and class of 2020 were it was smooth. No, it was smooth. vibing okay Troy how about, what are your thoughts on adults and the, mess the messages you're hearing, whether it's the media or teachers or, you know, just generally, what are the, some of the messages for you that are either you're resonating with or, or just don't seem like they are at all connecting to you? The only adults I have a problem with are the stupid adults that are in the streets in America with picket signs uh, protesting quarantine. Mm. The, th those are the only adults I have a serious problem with. Has this affected how you're looking at the future? Uh, personally, I mean, yes, definitely, especially looking towards the summer and as we're all going to college in the United States, given the situation, uh, right now, it, it definitely, I think for me, personally, at least it affects the way I'm looking at how I'm going to be able to go to college if I'm going to be able to attend and what the situation is going to be. Also, like it's changed, it's made me choose to look more maybe for work 
instead of because I know that the situation may be virtual learning or yeah. Yeah. I may not be able to attend for the first semester. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Looking for jobs, which, exactly. um, you know, are it's hard, hard to come by. <laughs> yeah, they are very hard to come by. Yeah. Uh, these jobs are very hard to come by in this quarantine economy, but I've applied five, so you know, fingers yeah. crossed. Um, yeah. So knowing that you will go to college, for me, it's definitely kind of made me, I guess, more excited to go to college. At the same time, you know, I. Oh, yeah. As much as I'm worried about getting that time in with my friends before I go, I think also because we haven't been able to do anything and, and school has been all messed up, now I'm like, okay. I'm looking, I, I get to actually look forward to, to going to college even more, I think. Mm. So, yeah. So that's yeah. definitely something that's that's changed okay. a little bit. Yeah. Well, that first freshman week. It's going to be wild. Yeah. <laughs> going to, I actually don't even know how to describe the feeling. If it's not, yeah. oh my gosh. For sure. I, I feel for colleges. So, I wanted to ask you guys, what is the first thing you're going to do once you get out of quarantine? What's on your bucket? Not bucket list. I don't know what. It's not even a bucket oh. list. It's just a list, maybe. First thing you're going to do. Okay, Sayla. Mother, can I say this on the podcast? Whoa. Whoa. I mean, that, I guess say no, it now. Sayla. Oh, you you got to okay. say it no. now. Okay, okay. All I'm going to say, all I'm gonna say is me, me and my friends are going to go out and have the best night of our life. And life. have fun. Okay, I said, okay, yeah, well, next that person. That's all I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, keep that PG. Goodness, <laughs> that, that ain't me. Well, we okay, know. whatever, whatever. <laughs> Matias, what's the first thing you're gonna do? What's the first thing um, you're gonna well, do tonight? Oh my goodness, no, what are you doing today? Then I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna study in my room. So whatever, uh, whatever. I will what be are you hanging out with my friends? I mean, it's just being able to see friends and link up again is probably the main thing okay even though we were okay. able to like the, in the past week because it's been east up yeah but just being able to be with friends i think that's the main thing yeah and yeah. being able to okay. go to restaurants troy? that's another one yes oh my yeah. god yeah 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 troy how about you man i i don't even know I, I don't even I don't even want to answer that question. It's about like ten different <laughs> things I want to do, and I think I'm just gonna like try and do them all at once. I don't even know. I just won't. I won't be in the house. I won't be in the house. I will be. I will be in. I will be in the streets for like weeks yeah. on end. And I will come back. When, 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 I don't know. I, I won't be That's seen so at the cool. house for the next week. <laughs> so you got to make up for all the hours in the house. Exactly. I'm living, I'm living on the streets oh, after this thing. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm living between whole my new different crisis. friends' house. I'm serious. When the teenagers are out, this is going to be a whole new crisis. I can see that. A whole new crisis. Okay. I said that was the last question, but really what I want to know is what are your current graduation plans? How are you going to mark this milestone you know even though schools might be trying to put something together you know what is either your school doing your family doing do you know what what your plans will be to mark this moment in your lives uh, okay uh, yeah. go ahead Tro, go ahead are you sure you go. yeah okay. all right um i really don't know to be honest I mean, I know that my family will be here. Like, not my family from overseas, obviously, but just, you know, my family that's here. Um, if quarantine's over by that point, then, you know, it won't just be my mom, my dad, and my sister. It'll be all my aunties and uncles that live here. And 
if quarantine isn't over, then it'll just be them, you know, and we'll just celebrate and, you know, I'll click to walk across the stage and I don't know. How about you, Sela? Um, yeah, so ours is probably, well, it definitely is canceled because school is also canceled. Um, so probably like either a virtual thing or a drive-through graduation. I don't really know what's going to happen with it, but I mean, I know I'll definitely celebrate with my, with my family at the house. Um, but I mean, for me, <laughs> Wait, what happens? Troy is laughing at the virtual, the, the drive-through. Yes, I've seen that. I've seen some drive-throughs. Oh my yes. goodness. E's, but Drive the D is for diploma. Oh, like you're in your D car. D is for diploma. Yeah, exactly. Wow. You're in your car. Man, yeah. that's messed up. Oh, no. Exactly. That, ain't right. <laughs> that ain't right. No, but I mean, real. <laughs> like I know Troy was saying it's it's not as sad because we haven't had one. But for yeah. me, I mean, I've gone to graduation every year since I was like a freshman. And I've always had friends who are seniors and I've always seen that. I've always sung in the choir for graduation and whatever. So, I mean, it is kind of like you wait and wait and wait to build up to this moment and then it just doesn't happen, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you, man. Me too. Matias, how about you? Have you heard or do you know what's happening? Um, I mean, at this rate, it sounds like graduation will happen. Uh, at, I Actually, I don't even know. It's, I was talking to the counselor who coordinates the graduation and she was saying that they're hopeful we'll have a graduation but i mean it's all speculation right now never yeah, know yeah, it could yeah. the quarantine could be back on tomorrow right so right, yeah. you know, in terms of plans like to celebrate it me and my friends were going to coast Mui in thailand to a beach but as of now it's looking like that's a no-go due to yeah, all those senior trips. which is so yeah. sad oh everything's been for senior trip and the one thing the one thing we haven't talked about you know just the, the reality of you guys all being in international schools so it is different than mm-hmm. these schools who are local schools whether it's in the u.s or canada or the uk or hanoi just the fact that there is not the sense that, oh, we'll all see each other at Christmas and can do this. You know, for many of you, your classmates, this is the final goodbye before their family moves to the next country where they're posted, or there's this is a moment of closure that maybe you're not having. But I just want to thank you all for sharing your thoughts on this. I think it's going to be illuminating for parents and for teachers and just normal folks who are listening to this show. I think your generation, I think everyone's predicting you're going to be the ones who who flip the switch and, and change the world because you'll have gone through this in a way that nobody else has. So thank you. Keep your heads up. And we're very, very proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sela, Troy, and Matias. Since we talked to them last week, all of them have decided where they're attending university. Troy is headed to Howard University, the real HU in Washington, D.C. Matias is headed to Boston to study at Northeastern University. And my baby girl is headed to the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Go Heels! All right, folks, let's pivot and talk to another outstanding senior, Jaya Eskridge, who lives in Nashville, Tennessee. Jaya's had a similar but different experience than the three kids that we just talked to, and she's going to fill us in. So welcome, Jaya, to Uproot. I'm Jaya Eskridge. I go to Stratford High School, and I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee. Okay, and have you? were you born and raised there? Is this a, a second home? Yes, or? Okay, I've been here home. my entire life. Yeah. Entire life. Okay, amazing. And so let's just start at the beginning. Um, some of the other kids that I've interviewed for the show, one of them lives actually in Vietnam. So he kind of talked about 
the early stages of the coronavirus developing in Asia and kind of how their school responded. The U.S., really, it's just been since March or so, mid-March, that this has been going down. So tell me a little bit about how Nashville has been responding to the virus, and then secondly, how your school life has changed as a result. Yeah, um, I think it's kind of weird because nobody really saw it coming. Yeah. Um, like we were in school one day and then we weren't in school the next day and we're just not going back. Um, which it's really interesting. Cause it's like, I feel like a lot of other cities kind of worked up to it. Like they're like, okay, here's a warning. Like we, cause my friend, she lives in a school district next to ours. And like, they kind of had a warning. They're like, okay, here, mm-hmm. just letting you guys know there's a good chance we won't be back in school. Um, I mean, and it's just so weird. Cause I look, I have pictures and videos on my phone of that day at school, just like a normal day. Nobody knew. Wow. Um, it was, I think, I want to say it was two days before spring break was supposed to start. So, you know, it was kind of an exciting look at school. Things were like coming together. And then like, I mean, I look at, it was literally just like a normal video I would have took in class any day. Um, yeah. And it's just so weird to look back at it because it's like, dang, like that was the last day of school. What, what is the city doing right now? Like, what are you, what's your current, like here yeah, in Nairobi, um, we have a curfew. You have to be home at seven. You can go back out at five and you can't travel between counties. What about there in Nashville? Uh, there's definitely a lot less structure. Um, they tell you to stay in the house. Uh, we're on a stay-at-home order, but it's not like really enforced by anything. Okay. Um, so people are definitely still leaving. Um, they are like recommending six feet apart, uh, masks, mm-hmm. all of that. Um, but as, there's no like curfew, none of that. Um, okay. Everything, all like all of the essential things are still open. Grocery stores, um, a couple other random stores, obviously. <laughs> Um, parks are still open, but no playgrounds and stuff like that. Interesting. Um, okay. Yeah. So like, you can go for walks and stuff like that. Um, but there's nothing really being like super enforced, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Right. So let, let's talk about you as seniors, because, um, you know, this, this whole conversation that I'm having is with seniors from different parts of the world and for your school, or at least in our situation, um, we have had the option of online school. So I have younger kids, um, younger than my senior, who are pretty much straight away in class every morning at eight o'clock. They take roll and it ends at one, but they're online from eight to one with a break for lunch. What's your learning situation? And my senior has had some stuff, but then they'll finish next week. What about you? What, what's your class situation like? Or has it been like? Um, so the first couple of weeks they were like sending out, cause I mean, at that point, like we still thought we had exams. We still thought we had AP tests. So they weren't necessarily sending out classwork, but they were sending out like test prep. Some people still needed to take their ACTs, stuff like that. Mm. So they were sending out work um, that wasn't necessarily for a grade, but just to make sure that in the event that we did go back to school and have to take exams, AP tests, all of that, that we were semi-prepared or as prepared as we could possibly be without being in the classroom. Okay. Um, but other than that, like, I have not had to do any schoolwork, um, which is really bizarre. Um, wow. Wow. So is they told us. So ahead, because I, congratulations, I know you're the valedictorian of your class. Thank you. Woo! Thank you. So proud of you. Is that because of you, Jaya, and you were ahead, or is that pretty much all your classmates in your senior class? It's not necessarily being ahead. Um, the only people that are having to do work are the people that were just behind. Um, so pretty much if you were in decent standing, they lowered the credit requirement for this year. So typically you need 28 credits to graduate. I want to say they lowered it to 23, maybe. Okay. So you need five credits less. Um, I see. 
So the really the only people who are in a situation where they absolutely have to complete schoolwork is people who or are people who are doing credit recovery and wow. trying to make sure that they are in good standing to graduate. Okay. So basically, if you went to class and you had your grades together and you passed all of your classes your whole time in high school, this last couple You're of okay. weeks, you just don't have to. Yeah. Wow. But that's but that's kind of jarring for me because I'm just thinking about how so much of the last part of senior year is like personal memories and time with friends and yeah. goofing off. So in the absence of like an organized way to do that, I know some of my daughter's teachers have had them just all on a Zoom call just to chat and check in. Has there been yeah. any of that or it's just pretty much you've kind of had to fill your days with your own structure? Um, so at first we were all pretty good about it because like, especially in the beginning, like we could still go outside and do all of that. So I know like people were still doing things. Um, but I know like every night my friends, like, there's an online card game that we play. Yes. So we all at eight o'clock, we all log on and play the card game. Um, you know, staying in contact via social media and all of that. Um, but it's definitely hard because you're not replacing things like prom. You're not replacing things like field day. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we're still trying our best to make stuff like that work. So how are you, have you, have you found creative ways to gather outside of like these online platforms? I know Scribble is big here. Do you know about Scribble? No. It's not. Okay. So that's what my, my daughter's playing with her, her friends. It's like a Pictionary kind of situation where everyone logs on. Somebody okay. has to do the scribble and draw it and there's a prompt. Anyway, check that out. Maybe you and your friends, <laughs> maybe that'll yeah, take off at Nashville. Literally last night we were like, we're so tired of this card game. Okay. There you go. Scribble, scribble. <laughs> yeah. But how about, how about things like prom? Our prom was canceled. Did you dress up or wear your dress or anything on the day? Um. So I have my dress. I... I was going all out for prom, so like I couldn't yeah. go to my hair, couldn't go get my nails done. So I, once quarantine is over, I'm definitely going to dress up, take pictures, still do all of that. Okay. Um, we're we're talking about you know throwing a mini prom or something. Yeah. Like that once all of this yeah. is over. Um. So those experiences definitely won't be completely lost. We're going to try and find a way to recover them. Yeah. Um, but I yeah. hear that. So let me ask you. You know you've talked a little bit about staying connected with friends. How are you staying positive? You seem just, I've just met you today for the first time. You seem to have such a strong, positive energy about you. Are you, is, is this real, Jaya? How, how are you keeping your I, head up? <laughs> I would be lying if I told you I was like this all of the time mm. during the situation. Um, but I mean, it'll all be over eventually. Um, yeah. We don't know when eventually it is, but um, yeah. I don't know. Just... It'll be over soon, yeah. hopefully, and life will go back to normal. Does it make it feel any more comforting knowing that millions of other seniors around the world are experiencing this with you, even if you don't? Well, you know? yeah, I have to remind myself, like, this is not just me. Mm. <laughs> this is this affects everyone in the world in some way or another. Yeah. Um, so I, I do have to remind myself, like, it is not just happening to me. It is happening to every senior. Other yeah. people are losing other important moments. Yeah. Um so I do have to remind myself of that. Yeah. Have they told you what's happening with graduation? No, we will have an answer in a, a week from today is what they told okay. us. Um, okay. So they said like May, by May 1st, so it will be a decision. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Who knows what that'll look like? Yeah. Um, we might yeah. have to get creative. Um, Are you working on your our, speech? We have been told that our principal, I don't know if I need one. Mm. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I definitely, I think I, I have a lot of content. <laughs> you do. What's going on right you now. definitely do. Will, I don't think it'll be hard. I don't think it'll be hard to write one. <laughs> um, 
I don't know what it'll look like. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Um, our principal has told us that he has a plan. He told teachers he has a plan. Um, okay. But nobody knows what it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think everyone's going to have to dig deep. But Nashville's a creative yeah. city. I feel like you guys, if anyone can get this, Nashville For can. Sure. Yeah. So um, kind of as we wrap up, I want to I want to ask you, what's the first thing you're going to do once this quarantine lifts? Have you given it that any thought? There's so many things. Um, I'm everything. <laughs> All the things. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, yeah. I want to buy some shoes. <laughs> that sounds really fun. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I miss my friends a lot. So anything yeah. with them. Yeah, um, absolutely. And have you made know. your college I, plans? Yes. So I'll be at Fisk, uh, hopefully in the All fall. All right. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. That's um, I hope that I'll get to start in the fall. Yes. Um, we'll see what yeah. ends up happening, but I will I will be at Fisk. Congratulations. Very, very Thank excited you. for you. Let, just a last question, you know, just thinking about the fall and the next steps in your life. Has this experience changed your outlook on the future? Um, I mean, definitely. It's hard for it not to. Yeah. Um, it's just, I mean, again, it's a really interesting time for everyone. Um, I. I don't think anybody ever in their lives would be like, I'm going to go through this. Right. Um, like you would, you just never imagine it. You hear story, like even in history class, you hear stories about events like this happening, but you're just like, that's so far off. Like that would, that would never happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, so we're living in history right now. Yeah. Um, so it definitely, definitely will be interesting. It'll definitely, it's a, definitely going to be a story to tell for sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. yeah, I like I like how you frame that. It will be a story to tell. And it sounds like the story you're writing is one of a lot of hope, even in the middle of all this. And yeah. I'm so glad I got to talk to you. You are better in real life yeah. than even your Instagram. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even know that was Thank possible. You. <laughs> but Thank you. We are so proud of you as part of your extended, extended community. We're looking at this class and, and these you know, beloved teens and seniors that we know with so much pride in our hearts. So Thank keep you. your chin up. We're really proud of you. And I know yeah. the future right now is not so bright, but the future is. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for being with me, Jaya. It's amazing how a continent apart, students' lives can parallel each other and at the same time be quite different. Thank you, Jaya, for letting us have a peek inside of your world and your work. And we are so excited for you and all the wonderful things that you will do at Fisk University. So while these four students are all completed their senior years, here in Kenya, the school year hasn't ended. And in fact, the calendar goes until November. So Hillary is a student here in Nairobi. He attends a school in a community not far from where I live. And he agreed to talk to me about what his experience has been learning online and what he's thinking about his future. So welcome Hillary to Uproot. Hello. Hi, Hillary. Are you there? Yeah, I'm now. You can hear me fine? Okay. So why don't you just introduce yourself? Tell us your name and where you attend school. Okay. My name is Hilary Mkabwa. Um, I do live in Geshe. My school is Ihara uh, High School. I'm a candidate, and this is uh, my last year in uh, high school. So you're a candidate at the end of the year, is that right? To finish yeah. high school? Okay, so in Kenya, for the system that the government schools operate in, the last year of high school is called Form 4. And 
the school year runs from January to December. So how has COVID changed your school experience so far? Okay, this COVID, what I can say, it has affected me in a negative way, especially academically. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of expectations and uh, I want to pursue my dreams and uh, have a better tomorrow through this through education. Right. So once the government closed the schools in mid-March, what happened to your school? Okay, once the schools were suspended, we were forced to to study at home because uh, now you can't uh, have that social distance with uh, with other people. So, so now I'm just doing my studies at home. Okay. But uh, yeah, but now the studies at home doesn't have that big impact uh, like the one in school. Why? T tell me how you're studying at home. Are you taking lessons on the radio or on TV? I know the government has different options. What are you doing every day? At home, I'm, I just have a few revision, few revision materials which I use for studies because I can't uh, access the internet because the phone which I'm using, uh, it doesn't allow. Okay, so you don't have internet access. Are you using, no. you said you have revision materials. You brought those from school. Are they hard copies? Yeah, I have few textbooks which were given in school. Okay. But uh, there is some which are. Okay, and are you take are you taking any lessons on the radio or television? Are there classes like that for form four students? Maybe it's uh, a radio. You've tried the radio. How are those lessons? Okay, the lessons uh, it's radio. I can say what I can say, but. Uh, yeah, good, but uh, now, um, I can't say that it has that uh, impact uh, like uh, the one in school because they miss some details, some details that are, hmm. they're not taught. It's not as thorough or as complete as your, class, your classes were when you were on campus. Okay, I don't uh, listen to radio that frequently, maybe eight at a time. At the end of this year, you have an exam, is that correct, Hillary? Yes, yes, yes. And this would be an exam that all Form 4 students take in Kenya? Yeah, yeah. Are you feeling prepared for that exam? How are you feeling right now? Okay, right now, what you can say is that uh, studies which I normally take and the, the knowledge which uh, I have gotten from school, mm -hmm. I'm expecting to get uh, an average, uh, above average marks. Yeah. How, are, yeah. You, are you feeling prepared? You're, you're saying you're expecting above average marks. Are you able to maintain the same level of preparation at home? Yeah. Um, I can maintain and uh, right now I, what I can say is that uh, I'm prepared. You're prepared. Okay. Yeah. How are you staying prepared? Tell me what you're doing. I have a schedule in table which uh, I take uh, on a daily basis. You do okay. So, can you give me an idea? Like today is Wednesday. What have you done so far today? Okay, today I've done uh, business and uh, chemistry. Okay, and then tomorrow, yeah. what will you cover? Tomorrow, I want to cover mathematics and geography. Okay. So, are you talking with your classmates somehow? Are you guys communicating and supporting each other? Yeah, maybe when it can it can fall high, then uh, 
I can call them then I just uh, no just want to know how they are going with the the study situation at their home. How how often do you talk to your friends? Hello? How often uh, how often do you talk? Like uh three times. Three times a day, a day huh? Yeah. Are you are you using social media apps also to stay in touch with friends? As in I, I would like to use the to access the internet frequently but so that uh, I can get more knowledge but now even the, the phone that I'm using uh it has a problem. Mm, so you don't have much internet access. Yeah. So what are you expecting from have your your teachers for example have you heard from teachers in your school directly? during this uh, season or yes right yeah since school has closed have you talked to your teachers since the school was closed uh, yeah they have been calling it sometimes then uh, they communicate with the parents mhm yeah that's okay. advising them to, for us to be safe okay and and how are you staying positive hillary what are the things you're doing to just keep yourself encouraged and uh, keep your mind off of all that's happening uh-huh. Okay, right now what I'm I'm doing I'm I'm following the government rules and regulations which have been set. Mm. At at the time uh, it becomes very difficult because we find like uh, we do live in a in a single room six people. Yeah. Including my mom, my single parent. Who who is in your household with you? Your mom and you? Do you have siblings? No, I'm the last born. You're the last born, okay. Yeah, but but uh we do live with my nephews and uh my younger nephews and niece. Okay. So how many are yeah. you in the house? Yes, you're seven. You're seven. Yeah. So is finding the space to study quietly is that is that a challenge? Yeah, now the space to, for studies it becomes that hard. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Has this experience changed how you think about the future? Yeah, I'm thinking about my my future because the the circumstances that I under, I undergo on daily basis mm-hmm. makes me to makes me to study very hard so that I can have a better tomorrow and even uh, help my family mm. and uh, have that stable uh, life. What are what are you hoping for for university? What are you what are your plans right now? Or what are you hoping for? Okay, after I get that good grade, mm-hmm. that part of to enroll to, to university. Okay. I want to pursue my career. Okay, do you know what do you know what kind of career you you want to pursue? Yeah. Okay, can you share with me? Okay, I want to be an aeronautic aeronautical engineer. Aeronautical engineer. Yeah. Wow, incredible, wonderful. So a lot of science and math in your future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you must be a good science and math student. Well, Hillary, thank you for telling me a little bit more about your life. Um after this interview, are you done for the day or do you have more studying today? Okay, just uh, I have completed in a the last uh Okay. So yeah. you have you're almost done for the day. Yeah, so until tomorrow. Until tomorrow.
Well, I hope, uh, Hillary, that in the next few weeks you'll have good news and maybe schools will open up, but I also hope for your future that all of your dreams and your hopes really come true. Yeah, Thank you for talking with me today. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Hillary, Jaya, Matias, Troy, and Sela. And thank you to each of you teachers who are making sure that these students have what they need to continue learning and achieving the goals that they've set for themselves. And listeners, if you know a senior near you, reach out to them. These kids are brave and they're tenacious, but it's not easy to go through these losses. And so reach out, send them a shout, send them some cupcakes, something, you know. Thanks for listening to Uproot, everyone. I am endeavoring to continue to make content that's relevant and helpful and inspiring during this time. And I hope that all of you are well and that you're taking care of each other. And I hope you'll keep listening. And most of all, I hope you'll keep at it until it becomes rooted. Talk to you soon.